0: Edith Davis and I'm on 94.1 FM wave 94 into the glory zone with Dr. Edith Davis and I'm continuing the series on beyond the blessed life God's perfect plan to overcome all financial stresses by Dr. Robert Morris. Now we're going into chapter 7 happy heart happy home. Um, Before we get started though I've, I've been sending out um, emails and I've been sending out texts to everyone I can think of that I that I know of or, or is in my sphere of influence, inviting them to All Nations Church in Tallahassee, Florida. And I'm in the chapel from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. and I'm inviting them all to come and have God work the supernatural. In your finances So once again I'm inviting everyone This coming Sunday I will be At All Nations Church On Share Road Across the street From Fun Station Around the corner From Chuck E. Cheese From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. I will be Talking about Guess what? Supernatural finances Moving in the supernatural In your finances And I I'm seeing a lot of um, people in my inner circle and some people in the outer parts of my circle all having financial difficulties and I'm not exempt from it sometimes because of choices, right? Like I said, my, my Achilles heel has been my children and God is finally getting me in alignment with that. But you must follow the spiritual precepts That God is outlining in this book And if you do that You will have the blessed life You will have the beyond blessed life Let's go ahead and get started Okay Happy heart, happy home It does a wonderful Dr. Morris once again Does a wonderful vignette again Talking about Jack and Karen And very much in love in their mid-twenties Getting married but they both had extremely a lot of debt from student loans and, and um, getting their bachelor's and their master's. And then they rewarded themselves for the for their hard work by leasing two new cars. And when it was all said and done, they had a massive debt of over $400,000 and an income between the two of them of $100,000. Now, obviously, that is not a good recipe for a Great marriage. And I, and I, I can testify to this. I believe one of the main reasons why my former husband divorced me because of the massive debt that I had from my doctorate. He just didn't want to deal with it anymore. And let's be, let me give him some credit. My former husband Is a very good steward And and extremely frugal And we were out of debt Not once but twice And I I worked hard And paid off a lot of my student loans But the doctorate was just just too much The good news is God has had mercy on me And my student loan debts But my doctorate have been waived Because of all the work that I do um, In the marginalized communities Right? So so it can be a put a strain on the marriage. A lot of people say communication is the biggest problem in the marriage. And that's why a lot of marriages, but it's really two things mainly money and sex. They both impinge on each other. You don't take care of the woman. The woman doesn't feel like she's being cared for and taken care of. There's going to be some, some issues in, in the bedroom. And, and that's, that's just a fact. So. Woman needs to feel secure. She needs to feel, you know, that her husband can provide and protect her and take care of her and the future, their future children. And so that's a big deal. But the long and short of it is they were in mis- misery and before too long, the, they, they were having arguments, they were fighting, and they were always somehow revolved around Finances. Two different people with two different spending and saving habits. It, you know, it's, it's, um, please, I have a, I have a audible book out there of how to divorce proof your marriage by Dr. Edith Davis. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on, uh, audible. It's on just about every site out there. It's an audible book, how to divorce proof your marriage. So please look into that. But let's get back to, Karen and Jack okay so they're going through misery they're trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this debt the good news is they were both believers they were tithers which was very critical because they did put God first so first things first they did tithe which was a bonus for them but now they had to work through the discipline and um, Dave Ramsey is a, another good person he has some really good programs and they just Little by little, they got that debt down and they, the joy and the peace of God came back into their marriage and to their relationship, which goes back to the seductive lie of the spirit of mammon. And that is, and I mean, I, I fell for it and along with almost everybody on this planet that having material things, having more money, having, having, uh, that having more money will solve all your problems. And as you know, I've already gone through some of the richest, most powerful men and women have been absolutely miserable. One of the first multi-millionaires in the African-American culture, um, was, um, I forgot her name, but she was actually a um, beautician. She came with all kinds of um, hair products. And like I said, she was the first millionaire, African-American female millionaire, but she ended up penniless um, and broke. Why? Because she had so many people tapping into her. She didn't know how to manage the money that she was bringing in. So, there are a lot of responsibilities. Um, people don't understand it. I heard a story between Bill and Melinda Gates and and um and Warren Buffett. I think they were um in Tokyo somewhere. Um, and they went into a McDonald's and I heard that Warren Buffett took his receipt and went through to make sure that they did not overcharge him and especially overcharge him in, in taxes. So don't don't be deceived that people with lots of money are not very frugal and not a uh, good stewards of every penny that they, they have. Okay, so the spirit of mammon, it's a seductive lie. It tells people that if you have more money, if you have this and this, this is going to make you happy. None of those things can make you happy. Material things cannot make you happy, right? That's why a lot of depression and suicide rates are... Among wealthy people Kate Spade committed suicide Robin Williams Committed suicide And it's like Money cannot solve your problems The word of God Can solve your problem The Holy Spirit can help you Get through your problems God can help solve your problem But mammon Material things cannot solve your problem The spirit of mammon Most effective and seductive lie Is that more money More stuff Will make you happy And that is not true Okay So The point is Is that it's not The presence Or the absence Of material possessions Right Or wealth That determines happiness But thinking that they do Is from It's a form of idolatry, and idolatry always leads to catastrophe. God doesn't play the radio when it comes to idolatry. There can be no other gods before him, and and that's just the plain truth. Both rich and poor people fall into this trap. Mammon is an equal opportunity, what, destroyer. So that's why we get into the poverty mindset and get into the materialism mindset that both are the spirit of mammon, they both have you focusing on money. They both have you focusing on material things and that's not going to solve your problems. Okay. So to be quite honest, if you view nothing more than the church as a, Version of taking the Lord's name in vain By just saying In Jesus' name Get me out of this In Jesus' name I ask for this In Jesus' name That's a form of what? What? Taking the Lord's name in vain People most don't even think Oh my God You see that on all the texts OMG That's taking the Lord's name in vain Why? Because people don't understand God's name is sacred. It's powerful. Now, why am I talking about this right now? Because when we get into trouble, Christians, I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about we are taught that if we want something, if we have a desire, if we want something, all we got to do is ask for it in the name of Jesus. Well, it doesn't work like that. So you can't use that to get yourself out of your mess. You're going to have to make some hard choices and line your life up with God's Holy Word. So let's get down to it. So what does the spirit of mammon use to get almost everybody on this planet into the mess, financial mess that they're in? Okay, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Well, let me do it in the correct order. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. 1 John 2.16 So, what is the lust of the flesh The lust of the eye And the pride of life You know, it's interesting Um, It'll never stop For example, I love the vignette That um, Dr. Robert Morris Used in this um, chapter He talked about the man who Really wanted a new barbecue grill Right? And it was not in his budget Right But he kept Just his. He got fixated on it He Lust of the eye The lust of the flesh He got fixated on that And next thing you know Everywhere he went He saw barbecue grills Then there was a special On barbecue grills So finally He pushed it And he pushed it And he pushed And he pressed And finally he succumbed and broke his budget and bought the barbecue grill. But that wasn't the end of it. Then he decided he wanted to have people over and to have people over to, you know, Sports of July coming up. Right. So. To have a barbecue. So now he's not satisfied with the patio, the outdoor patio furniture that he has. So now he wants all new outdoor patio Furniture for the party That the barbecue is going to have And invite everybody on But then, what's next? Well, the, you know, he needs a swimming pool What? He needs a swimming pool It doesn't stop Starts off with just the barbecue barbecue grill Then it moves into the patio Next thing you know, he needs a swimming pool Because people are going to be hot And they're going to want to jump in that pool And relax and swim all from what? The spirit of the lust of spirit of mammon, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. And, and it's true for every one of us, including myself. You never stop. You never stop. You, you, you always want what? More. And what happens? You buy the barbecue grill, you get the patio ferns, you build a pool and you got massive debts. Right. You bought things you really don't need Right. You don't really need it for people that you really don't like in the end. Right. And putting more stress and pressure on the family. What budget King Solomon warns us about this cycle. He writes hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. Proverbs 27:20 20. This is the lust of the eyes that was mentioned previously. This may sound harsh, but you must it must be very clear and direct with you right now. You will never get your finances in order until you break the whole of the spirit of mammon. And one of the things that breaks the back of the spirit of mammon Is tithing Because now you got the supernatural force of the Holy Spirit You got the supernatural force of the Lord God Yahshua Mashiach Christ Jesus You got the supernatural force of Daddy God You have invited them into your finances To help you get out of your financial mess Why? Because you want to be what? A good steward And you want to be what? A giver You want to be able to help people Right? Okay, the old adage that money can't buy happiness, but that's what you promise of that's the promise of an impulse purchase says it will provide that. That's why they have certain things at the counter impulse buying, right? Impulse twenty, they say twenty percent of the things put in the grocery basket are impulse buying originally was not on the list, right? And, and it promises you will be satisfied, but it's not. One of the strongest, most powerful thing the Holy Spirit will guide you into is the ability to delay gratification. To wait for something we really want is one of the rarest and most powerful skills in our culture. And now young people today, they don't want to wait for a lot of people and some of our old people too. Don't want to wait. We want it now. And one of the things that salesmen know, they want you to buy it what? Now. They want you to buy it now. And when they and when you buy it what? Now, then you're stuck. So if you can teach anything to your children cuz your children they observe you, they watch you. Never teach your family, your future children that words or actions That have By words or actions um, That having And spending money Is the answer to problems Because it's not It's not Um, I remember um, Kenneth Copeland Was talking about They had a million dollars sh- Shortfall From their television ministry Right And And He was asking God To You know Because he was about the kingdom He was His The whole ministry is about the good news, about Jesus Christ, about getting people into the kingdom and creating disciples, right? But God did not deliver him until he said, you got to go at the root cause of this problem. Because it'll be another million dollars the following month and another million dollars the following month. If you don't deal with the root cause of why you have a million dollar shortfall. So you have to ask the guidance and the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Copelands had, you know, they cut one of their um they used to be on Trinity Broadcast Network, and I believe they cut their um, programming there. They made a decision. They redirected that money into other areas that that would be more beneficial for the kingdom. Okay? So Mammon always wants you to focus on money, but what does God, what does Daddy God Uevahe, what does Joshua Mashiach Christ Jesus, what does Lord God Ruha Kadash, Lord God Holy Spirit value? They value people, right? Material things decay and perish, but souls are eternal. That's what God wants the, the investment in. That means love, relationships. Service, loyalty, and mercy These are the things that are truly precious in God's sight And we need to love the things that God loves And we need to hate the things that God hates God loves people God hates sin So why does God hate sin so much? Sin is like a cancer In the bodies and the souls Of the people that he loves And the end result of sin Is death and destruction And decay Right? You need to teach your children The meaning behind Jesus' statement You cannot serve God and mammon Because mammon's going to try to get you the spirit of Mammon, which is a general one of the chief generals for Satan, try to get you to serve them instead of God. Okay, so Mammon falsely promises the identity. A lot of people, this a lot of other people get certain tennis shoes, get certain um, clothes, designer clothes, get all this stuff, so that when they're viewed by people in a certain way, right? And it don't mean a hell of beans in the end. So, mammon, once again, falsely promises identity. It falsely promises significance. It falsely promises independence. It falsely promises power. And it falsely promises freedom. God can only deliver identity, significance, well, dependence on Him, power, and freedom. That's only through Christ Jesus, Yahshua, Mashiach. It's only through Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. It is only through Daddy God, UAVAHE, right? Oh, so. so the quickly you get your children on board, the better off they're going to be and the better off you're going to be, right? Because when your children get in trouble, who's got to bail them out? You, right? Okay, so we understand that all these things that Mama's trying to promise people can only come from a personal relationship with Daddy God, U.A. That is why it is so important to unintentionally send your children the message that the answer to every problem is is not more money. Jesus never offers money as an answer to a person's problem. Right? Okay. The Spirit of God is... um, Paramount and to do The work in your heart and to give you The proper understanding To place and the role Of money oh yeah money is Important but it is not to Be loved it is a tool It is an instrument I just Recently um, one of my um, Babies and um, one of the Young ladies I was trying to mentor You know she taps me every now And then for some money and Every now and then I'll, I'll give it to her With the permission of the Holy Spirit But one of the things that I You know, that I had to share with her She asked for something And I gave her twice the amount that she asked for She wanted to pay me back I said, no, this is a gift from the Holy Spirit But what I also told her was this I said, I've watched you over time And I've seen you What? I've seen you Make bad choice after bad choice after bad choice And then After you make these choices, you run to me and others to bail you out. And guess what? I need help sometimes. I've needed help. And people have come in and what? Bailed me out. But I went straight to the throne and said, okay, God, where did I mess up? How can I do better? I tithe. I get my offerings. I budget. I try to do the right thing with my fundings. But you got to make sure you got to make sure that you're in alignment with God's word. And I just told us I that I am not your source. This is the problem when you help people sometimes. Over time, they start looking at you as the source, as the easy what? Tap, right? That I can go to Dr. Davis, Dr. Edith Davis, and she can help me. And they don't realize I can't give if God doesn't give it to me. And God's not going to give it to me if I squander his resources and basically use them in areas that he does not want me to use them because when you one of the one of the tools that satan does is he has us mismanage money and that money is not going into the kingdom that money is not being directed the way god wanted that money to be directed there are people out there in the mission field that want to minister to people and help people with their needs as well as their spiritual needs And their physical needs And they need funding They need monies And if we squander the money that God gives us We can't be of any benefit to the kingdom And to helping others Okay So let's go back to I think it was Karen and Jack and Let's find out what happened in the end in their story In the end They got it together They got into I think a Dave Ramsey program They, they um came into One Accord For two years, it was pretty intense. They basically continued their tithing and started coming after the debt. They didn't go out to eat. They didn't go out to movies. They went to um, to concerts in the park. They looked at ways to—they got beans and rice, and they came up with creative ways to eat beans and rice— And it became a game for them to see how far they could stretch their budget for their dollars. And over time, and guess what? They both got promotions. They both got increases. But instead, they used that money to whittle away at their debt. And within two years, they were totally debt free. From over four over four hundred thousand dollars of debt. Why? Because once they got serious, because God knows your heart. He knows whether or not you're serious. Once they got serious, God got serious in helping them. And so they took the increase, the increase that they had gotten, and they whittled away at their debt. You know. A lot of people, you know, this is the, the student loan situation is a very sad situation because a lot of people get student loans because they want a better life. They want to get an education. They want to get a good job. They want to be productive in society. But when they graduate, they've got this tremendous amount of debt and they'll, they're, they're behind the eight ball again. Whereas their counterparts, where parents were good stewards in some cases, they're very wealthy families. Their children, they don't and they don't start off with debt. They start off with assets. Parents end up buying them a car. Parents end up buying them a home. Parents end up giving them investment. They take their money instead of putting in debt. They buy. Uh, they put it in mutual funds and stocks and bonds. So, but what is the, the poor student doing? The poor student is paying off what student loans. And they're delaying getting married, the delaying having children. Why? Because they can't, what? Afford it, right? It's not in their what? Budget. So, <sighs> living on a budget forces you to become more creative. And it, uh, it, uh, the, approaches, the approach with the right attitude, it can actually be fine. So, a lot of people say, well, being on a restrictive budget, you lose your creativity. No, you increase your creativity, especially when you line up with God's word and become a good what steward. Then God can trust you with more finances, knowing that you'll be faithful, faithful, right over the little, so that you can be rulers over what much, right? So, oh, I just. I just hope and pray that many of your listeners may come to this coming Sunday at All Nations Church in Tallahassee, Florida. On Cher Road, across the street from Fun Station, around the corner from Chuck E. Cheese, and come to the 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 course on supernatural, getting the supernatural in your finances, right? Getting the supernatural in your finances, you know. I listen to some people, and it's going to be from nine um to ten, right? So I I deal with well. There are people don't even believe in God. They don't even trust God. They don't tithe. They don't do this. They don't, and they just have plenty of money. Well, let me let you know something. Satan has the only anointing that Satan can give his people is money, right? So you will see a lot of people with that are not doing right, um, self, um, trafficking of children, sex trafficking, drugs. That's a this very very lucrative, lots of money. But in the end, it's death and destruction, right? And so people need to understand. And then you got to look at people who are not bad people. That what multimillionaires, multibillionaires, right? And they got a lot of money. Well, the the spiritual principles of budgeting and being a giver still plays in in this scenario with these people. They they they're not going to heaven, they're not going to be saved, but on earth they're going to have money because they're 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 like the ant. They save their money. They're like the rock badger. They put their they don't let they don't have high electric bill. They don't have High telephone bills They don't have High cable bills They don't have They don't have their money Siphoned off Right They don't have their money Siphoned off With high bills And then When when God can see You're a good saver And that you are A good steward Of the money That you have saved and the money that comes in. One of the things that Davis household, one of the things my former husband taught me, I remember to this day, is not about how much money you make, it's about how much money goes out, right? So, and then God promotes you. He 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 promotes you. And then you become a spider. A spider creates wealth. That's the Warren Buffets that's the Bill Gates, that's the Steve Jobs. These people. Learn how to create what? Wealth But guess what? It doesn't save you And if the money's not going to the kingdom It doesn't have everlasting value Material things and all these things that people crave Cars and houses and all this They all end up decaying away Right? So Just letting you know That Yes, you may see people Who are not following God's um, mandate Of being a believer But they are following some of the principles They're good saviors They're good stewards They're managers of the money They protect their money And therefore, they have a lot of it But what good is that at the end? Like I said before Steve Jobs would have given up All his money for a few more years of life Correct? So you want good health Along with well. Alright, so I want to Close out the broadcast of Beyond the Blessed Life Series under Enter the Glory Zone With Dr. Edith Davis God's Perfect Plan To Overcome All Financial Stresses With Romans 10.9 That is, if you confess with your mouth The Lord Jesus And believe in your heart That God has raised Him from the dead You will be Saved. Thank you once again for joining me On Enter the Glory Zone On Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94 Thank you so much Your glory God is what our hearts long for To be overcome by your presence Lord